I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome back to another edition of Boots, Balls and Bras with myself, Eartha Pond and the formidable, amazing Farrah Williams. I'm just making up <laughs> this intro. <laughs> she makes it up every week, but I'm glad to have my... Um, what was it? I was going to call you a co um, thing, but, you actually, but you're not because you do it all. You do all the, the intros. So I missed you last week. The uh, boss. You are the boss. No, you, week, you. I had to do it without you. I was like, what is the script? How do I introduce the show? Blah, blah, blah. I was so reliant on you. It's not like I, you. I didn't realise till last week. Oh, see? <laughs> so not- you'll miss because I was on my own, lonely. Um, but I'm glad you're back. But international duty, how did it go? International duty. Um, it was a success in, in some ways, just in terms of, um, I guess, building the football in, in St. Lucia. But it was not successful in terms of qualifying. Uh, we lost to Cuba, who are ranked about 60 places above us. So uh-huh. expected to to win and top the group. Um, they'd been in camp for at least seven weeks. So, yeah, they were ready to, they were ready to, be. They were ready to take those. Um, what about the game that you won at home? That, uh, I know. we. Is it 4-1? 5-1. Oh, you won 5-1? Yeah, we beat... You know, you know they won 5-1, yeah? And before Eartha went, <laughs> she said, I'm going to score a goal. And I was like, oh, Eartha, stop talking nonsense. They got a penalty, guys. I know, and I should have took it. didn't take the penalty, yeah? Wait there, <sighs> it gets worse. The girl that took the penalty, yeah, what happened? She missed. <laughs> She missed. I know. So I you thought took the glory I could have uh, took. I took. I could have took the glory, but you me. know, I'm 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 one to share the love for the no, team. No, and no, no. but next time I would. There's not going to be a next. No, time. there is. If the captain doesn't take it, because actually she's so the, she's the penalty taker. No, I don't have the armband. I'm uh, not trying to go in and not, like you take throw-ins and corners. Nah, <laughs> nah. I'm just trying to stay at the back and just like keep it simple. Uh, um, but yeah, if you got if there's not, he's doing my time I can see no. it. <laughs> Um, no, it it was good in terms of like being able to get the the squad together. There were some more players, international players that came across. Oh, cool. um, big up Jasmine Augustine. She came across. She plays for Chatham Town. She came across and played for her international debut in Saint Lucia. Oh, nice. Again, which was Did very she eventful. The she definitely oh, watched the pod and then got a trial. Well, I don't know. Well, we can oh, take we can take the credit. yeah okay. some credit for that. Um, but she actually plays for Keith's team, Keith Bonus, oh, really? um, which oh, used wow. to be Gillingham, and they had an FA Cup game. They lost to Crystal Palace on the weekend. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was it, it was good in terms of that. But I seen you being at Wembley. I seen you being busy on on uh, five yesterday. Yeah, what, what was you doing? I'm up? Just, what? That's why I'm so sick. I'm so much. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, I was on uh, five, and they actually it was good. <laughs> obviously talking across the men's game obviously then able to talk about our pod and mm-hmm. hopefully some of their one million viewers now because they've got one congratulations one million subscribers so hopefully you know we can add a few to ours if they uh tune into that uh, later <laughs> bloody hell i'm like i've lost i've lost my words because i don't know who's popping something like this let me tell I'm you chatting. these guys in the background do then, not know the trauma do they know where we live do we know that noise, that noise it's, it's it? not it's not normally confetti I, nearly... I mean i'm I, i'm 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 gone let's yeah? just talk about the wslf because you just threw me anyway oh. thanks for the one million subscribers for five but mm-hmm. 
Jesus, my heart, I need it back. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get some tissue for Farrah? We've got oh, a, a leak in aisle aisle number one. There's a leak down What's in happened? aisle number one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Gabe. Oh. So, yeah, um, WSL, again, came straight back into the season. Um, some big games. Um, I'm donning the blue wire this week. Yeah, um, I give it up for this week. We're giving up for this week. Uh, we can't start anywhere other than the Emirates. Emirates yeah. Arsenal versus Chelsea. You were there, Cheshire Cat, looking at winning a fifth title in a row, giving it all, punditry, BBC, and all of that. And then, what happened? You tell me. No, well, it's true. <laughs> you know what, Earth? It's funny, right? Because. The first 20, you, you watched it, right? Mm -hmm. The first 20 minutes, end to end, it was actually really quite entertaining. Mm -hmm. Like, tactically, it was like, okay, they're sussing each other out. Obviously, uh, Arsenal with Beth Mead. Big up Beth Mead. Beth Mead? Beth, 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 Beth Mead, Beth. by the way, scoring. So, yeah, um, her goal. And then Chelsea hit back straight away. And mm -hmm. it was kind of, in the game, was just balanced at that point. 20, like, that 20 minutes was was good. And then, obviously, then there was a, a foul in the lead up to the corner for, for Arsenal's second but even before the foul leading up to the corner, Arsenal just took control. Yeah. Like they dominated the game. Actually, their tactics, I was talking about it with, with Jonas after, in terms of their press, because if you look at Chelsea's goal, the only real success that Chelsea had was their goal mm -hmm. in terms of breaking down Arsenal. They completely overcommitted a press and took the risk of actually, if we get beat in our press, then we're going to be vulnerable. Mm -hmm. And if you saw the goal that they got through the middle and it looked like there was acres of space in the middle of the park, there yeah. was because Chelsea did really well to beat the press. But that was the only time in the game yeah. Chelsea were able to beat Arsenal's press. And the way that Jonas, especially because he's been in the National Earth, to have mm. like two or three days to turn that around and get a game plan in place, unless they were doing it before that National, because they had Bristol, didn't they? So yeah. they probably can, you know, take a little bit away from playing Bristol in terms of tactics and really focus on Chelsea, knowing if their players are fit from International, mm -hmm. they're already heads up, you know, they've already worked in advance because tactically uh, Arsenal are better than Chelsea. And, and that doesn't really happen to Emma Hayes. And Chelsea players couldn't solve the problems in game. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, Emma made some changes at halftime. Didn't think any of the changes had any impact on the game. Um, I mean, Frank Kirby had a penalty shout. I'd give her that. I think it was a definite penalty. I don't know if you've seen the Kay the block, yeah. yeah, block. But in terms of impact in the game from the subs, for me, there, yeah. was, there was no impact from them. And, and Chelsea were poor for Chelsea standards. And I was trying to, I, I mean, I asked you the question, was Chelsea that bad? Mm-hmm. And that can happen, or were Arsenal that good that Chelsea looked that bad? To to I be can't. honest, I think I think it's a bit of both. I think Chelsea were definitely not on their A game. Mm. Like, and when you come across a team like you talked about in terms of Arsenal, <laughs> they would have been building that up before they'd gone away. Like, they would have been working on that and then coming back in, like ready for the game at the Emirates. They knew their fans were going to turn out. They would have had to put on a display. I think, to be honest, if they would have lost that game, it would have been chasing the rest of the season. Mm -hmm. So they knew they had to get it right in terms of performing on the day. And I think Chelsea just weren't at the races. I think they were a little bit complacent. Mm. Um, I don't know if you saw some of the sort of pre-match stuff um, in terms of the interviews with with Emma Hayes. There was uh, on Sky, I think Jess Crichton asked a question in terms of like how have they been prepping for Arsenal and blah blah blah. And Emma was like not really been looking at them like we're just getting ready to play our game like we've not looked at what they do not looking at any of their tactics I'll do my session Denise will do her session yeah, our goalkeeper will do his session and then that's it we'll just go out and play and I was thinking that's a bit like surely like obviously look at the, the amount of changes that Arsenal have mm. and the personnel they would have had to change the way that they play so I don't know is it a way where actually you're just do you just 
can you just be that good where you, all you do is focus on you and not look at what the opposition have to offer? Because if that is what's happened, that's where I think she's been caught out this you, week. You can, but I think that maybe maybe she's just saying that for the for the media, maybe because you know you know one of them managers don't want to give anything away. Mm. Like if you're a manager, sometimes I think even the whole you know, of course, as a fan, as you know, that's listening in, you want as much team news, you want as much information mm. as you can get. But what manager's going to give up their tactics? What manager's going to sit there and go to, yeah, we've been focusing on blah, 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 because we know Beth Mead's back and we know that, you know, Kim Little and, and Volty's back. They're not going to give you that. So she's probably playing down what, what, what they were doing because I doubt very much Emma wouldn't go into a game prepared tactically with, with, her, with her team. But I think the fact Millie Bright's missing, I think that, you know, the back line were all over the place for me. It comes back to that um, leadership though. Remember yeah, we talked and I think about... They, I think they definitely, uh, they missed her. They missed her. They missed her yesterday. Um... There wasn't a leader at the back. And I actually felt sorry for Mielda. I think she made, for the first goal, I think she was punished for that in terms of her yeah. being bought off at half-time because I don't think that she was the, the, the problem mm. for, for Chelsea. I don't think it was like, or maybe maybe it was a tactical decision to bring on Buchanan because I actually thought Buchanan didn't do anything like in terms of, okay, she might have dribbled in to play a little bit more and played a few more passes through the lines. But in terms yeah. of defensively, so erratic. Like yeah. no communication, going for her own players to win headers in the middle of the park. Like, a liability at times. So I felt like Mielda was probably punished because if you saw the first goal, yeah. her and Jessica are delayed really well. They were outnumbered in, mm-hmm. in, in the transition. So they delayed well, but then she has to approach. Mm-hmm. She has to put some pressure on the ball. And I felt like she didn't put pressure on the ball early enough. And by the time she did, Arsenal committed more bodies and Chelsea got back in recovery. The deflected ball fell to, to Arsenal anyway. And, all the time. and then they were overloaded at the back post. And obviously we saw the Beth Mead goal. But I think, yeah, that was... It just it just looked really disjointed from sloppy, a Chelsea. But yeah. Chelsea's point of view is sloppy. The only one that I probably could say could take a little bit of credit away from the game is Evan Cuthbert. She, in terms of her performance, to be, to be honest, and, she worked work, she worked hard. Yeah, worked hard, and but there was trying to do stuff. She but there's nothing in it. There's nothing in the game. Yeah. She's looking yeah. for pl- she's looking for players. She's looking to like for somebody to take the like Sam Kerr was quiet for me. Didn't yeah. do anything. Um, you, you know, I was hyping up. Uh, new Charles before the game and, mm-hmm. and you know talking about her and Beth Mead could be a really good match up yeah. in terms of a neutral looking in if you haven't watched the women's game you know Beth Mead's come back in, in really good form from an ACL and yeah. Charles we, we spoke about in, in, in you know previous uh, pods that you know she's probably the most improved and consistent player this season oh, she didn't for, have a good game for me I think this is the first time where I've watched the Chelsea and I guess you look at Chelsea and every time maybe something's gone wrong or they drop points, they're like, oh, they're going to find a solution and they're going to make it better. This is the first time since Emma's retirement that I'm like, there is no solution. So for them, she's going. So there's there's nothing really to kind of work out or put right. There, There is no answer. And this is the first time that I feel that I've seen that it's impacted the squad in terms of like, Who's going to be that person who's going to take it by the scruff of the neck, make things work, bring the team in, Mm. give like there was no one, there was no one there. I was surprised because obviously when Millie Bright's not there, she's a leader. Mm -hmm. You lose that little bit of leadership qualities in terms of what she does. I was surprised that they didn't start with uh, Sophie Ingle. Yeah. She has that leadership. She has that, you know, consistency in terms of she knows she... The role that she plays is so consistent. She doesn't panic. She does. That Russo runs straight through the middle of the centre half for her goal, her first mm-hmm. half goal, would never have happened if, yeah. if Sophie Ingles on the pitch because she's always in front. She reads the game very well, gets in good defensive positions. So I don't think that happens. But but but, that's but it's all in hindsight. But that's with the, but but that's with the mindset like, of having it being defensive. Yeah. Chelsea, that's not it, a Chelsea thing. They're like attacking, yeah. like teams have uh-huh. to look at what we do, like mm-hmm. Emma said, and we go and play our game. So the fact that for them to 
start in a defensive mm. mindset at the Emirates and think that, oh, they're going to come and put the pressure. Maybe they thought, actually, let's let's go toe for toe. And yeah, they just got... But they didn't even do that, though. That's the thing. Like, you see all the stats, right? It's almost equal, right? I couldn't believe the stats. Yeah. This is why sometimes I'm like, I don't like to look at stats. Oh, here we go. No, it's just not a reflection of the gamer. Yeah. Like, st- the st- like Arsenal battered Chelsea. Let's yeah, be yeah. honest. There's no, there's no like, you, you you can't say anything other than Arsenal were dominant in every area. They were they were better first contacts. They were better yeah. second contacts. They were more aggressive in their press. When when they um, countered, they did it with better um, urgency. They did it with the, the pace they, they they committed, the quality in terms of efficiency. Are you an They've Arsenal fan now? No, What's I'm saying to you. So the stats that then at the at the end of the game that mm-hmm. says Chelsea had 52% possession, Arsenal 48. Chelsea had uh, 12 attempts at goal, six on target. Yeah. Arsenal had 12 and five on target. Yeah. It don't it don't the, the stats up. don't match up what I saw on the eye. Yeah. And also sometimes I think you know it's so easy to read into stats and have an opinion based on what the stats are showing yeah. as opposed to actually being there live and actually seeing the difference in the game. Which is why because I only like watching neutral, live football. Yeah, because as a neutral, you'd have probably said, oh, it was an even game, but, you know, Arsenal were clinical. Mm. That's what, that's how you look at it. Yeah. It was more than Arsenal being clinical. They were clinical for sure. Yeah. But in terms of really testing the keeper. No, to be fair, it never, it never, didn't get tested. It never looked like that on the TV. It looked like Arsenal were the dominant team. Yeah. And it's great because actually for the neutral who was tuning in, everything's been Chelsea. Women's yeah, yeah, football, sure. WSL, Chelsea. And actually, I was like, thank goodness. Because you know you have these games like FA Cup. No, and thank goodness. No, 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 wait, no, 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 no let me explain. Because you know like you have these oh, big did games. Win, did Man United win this weekend? And then, did they have a good performance? There, and like, everyone hypes up like FA Cup final, whatever it's going to be, or big game. And you get there and it's a dusty yeah, 1-0. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, you've got all these eyes mm. watching. Please perform well. And for, as a neutral, that was a really, it was a good game yeah, in terms was, of the underdogs technically mm. came out, played, won like the, the expected champions are all over the yeah. place. And I think it was it was a good game of football in terms of technically there was some good spells. People yeah. were prolific. There mm. was goals. Everything you wanted to see in terms of publicising the game. Yeah. That was a great way. That was a great show to put on. So I think we need to congratulate well, more you. Arsenal than Chelsea because obviously... Of course you do. Of course you do. Because Man United won, didn't they? Yeah. And, and you're happy, but we'll, we'll, we'll move on to that. But... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like, as I said, I think it was a more of a dom- I think Arsenal tactically got it right. Mm-hmm. And, and as I said, I spoke to Jonas and, and they had to get that part of the game right. They had to. Because in order for them, their, their tactics to work, if they didn't get the press right and, and unsettled Chelsea, they probably wouldn't have that outcome that they did. So the fact that they were all on it and it clicked, it, it was good and entertaining. But Erfa, 50, what was it? 59,000, how many? 59, let me go to it. And 42. We have to, don't forget the 42 because that's a big, big, big part in, I was in breaking the, the WSL record. <laughs> No, but we have to talk about like the off-pitch stuff. It's amazing. Doing because it's not even not, like, we've got it here in front of us. Obviously, that's a broken record this year. But this year already, they've already got 54,150. Against Liverpool. And that was against Liverpool in the opening game. They've got Aston Villa. You, you know, some would see it as a lesser game and not a top team. They've mm. still got out 35,829. Mm-hmm. But even if we go back to last season, when they played Chelsea at the Emirates, 46,811. When they played Man United there, 40,604. And then in the in the um, the derby against Tottenham, forty seven thousand three hundred and sixty thingy. And then the Wolfsburg game, that's their record sold out sixty. That was mad. Right? Even we could just about get in the game. the game. It was so busy. So in terms of what they're doing mm-hmm. off the pitch, and they've already sold twenty five thousand tickets for their their game Man against United. Man United. Mm-hmm. What they're doing off the pitch is like they're setting, which they've always done. Arsenal 
This is it. This they've is, always done it. And they've like, always now done it. it. They've always this, done it. But this is my they've whole point. I'm so team in the game. I'm right? so happy. In like terms literally. of on the pitches, got Arsenal dominated for years. Those that didn't watch it back then, they were the dominant force. 100%. Everything they did, people would follow. A hundred percent. But obviously, success on the pitch hasn't been there of late. Mm-hmm. And and obviously, they kind of been put, you know, to a back burner. Kind of like yeah. the Arsenal women now, whatever, whatever. But in terms of their commercial stuff, what they do, and 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 everything in terms it's of like getting investment bums on seats it's always been they're great they're doing it better than anybody else if there was any team, team to take note and and, and collab is that the right word collab well yeah well but I guess like it's about good practice yeah, it's good like practice. this is this is it though like if there was any team that I wanted to have success it, it's Arsenal because they've over always over Man United <laughs> in terms of women's football because they've always invested yeah, yeah, they've yeah. always looked at what's the best way to do it how can we always be uh, the leading person so even though they, they haven't been getting trophies in the cabinet like you said of late the work they're doing off the pitch. And I guess when that bit on the pitch comes together, along with the mm. product, it, it, it's crazy. And like we were seeing it now. Like, yes, I, I know we talked about it before, Chelsea not doing as great mm. off the pitch, but been focusing on the pitch and, and being reaping their yeah. rewards. All teams need to start looking at how can they do both at the same yeah, time yeah. and it, it's not a <coughs> it's not a one or the other obviously in terms of resources the, some are going to be slower than others but some just by the names alone like someone yeah. like man united should be like they should be now looking at what are they doing well 100%. how can we like make that work for for our audience for our crowd um and making sure that they can link that in making sure we have those consistent numbers mm. it's not just a one-off at the emirates or when we're playing in our big stadiums, how are we make sure week in, week out, we're filling out our home ground. Yeah. Then even traveling fans, because then when those fans come across, it means that every time you're playing in a full stadium, yeah. it, it just makes the game so much better, so much better. So yeah, congratulations to Arsenal. Yeah, it's think- it's absolutely, like we had people flying in mm. but from even, abroad. Even I said it to you the other week, I mean, I'm, we, we, you half laughed at me, but I'm talking in terms of the stuff we're still doing mm-hmm. and in terms of them trying to grow their fan base, being at um, Ashton Gate and that. And right. I know it's on a smaller scale in terms of their um, fan capacity and, and obviously stadium mm-hmm. capacity, but in terms of what they're doing to get those consistent numbers through the door, 15,000, yeah. 20,000 plus mm-hmm. every week is more than what other bigger clubs are doing mm-hmm. in terms of really trying to build that fan base. So it is a thing where like, you know, you know, especially if we are to grow the game and we're growing it through uh, brands and commercial and whatever else. But in terms of the fans, they should be asking the likes of Bristol, like, what are you doing in your community? Like mm-hmm. a smaller club, on a smaller scale, ask them, what are you doing? Like, how can we make, and, and then in-house, they need to be doing more. Yeah. Who is their Chelsea, community though? This is the, this is yeah, the thing. That's what they have to, to get they to have know. To the, they have to find out all these things. And, and we've seen the work that Arsenal do in the community anyway. They've yeah. been doing it for many a years. Hence why we had the debate about um, diversity within the team because 100%. how much work they do w- within the area with different diverse groups. So mm-hmm. they've always been leading the way, but I do, I think they've obviously leading the way again in terms of getting fans into the stadium um, consistently. Mm-hmm. And I think teams need to, to to look at how they can then build their fan base if we are to grow the game again. 100%. And I think we can't move on to the next match without... Um, talking about our our superstar in terms of <laughs> in terms of there's been we've had so many questions fans questions come in around LJ and and, and the booking and oh, yeah. what should it have been a red and should it have been a yellow yeah. I think f- f- for me VARs if VARs at the game if it's a red card if it, if VARs at the game is it's it's a red card because yeah. it's it's it looks intentional yeah. but she reminds me so much it's of Kelly Smith. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, 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 it's that's Smith, the same. It? It's, it's like it's the same thing. If anyone has been watching women's football for a long time, Kelly Smith done that for years, and I guess now it's it's highlighted because there's mm. cameras and because mm. more people are are seeing it. And I guess it's something that it's it's 
characteristics. Char- it's part of her game. So again, as we still need to remember, she's still a really young player. Like she's still got so much that she, mm. you can learn. And even if you do have, whether it's the incident in the World Cup or stuff like today, I mean, stuff like um, on the weekend, it's it's not a ha- it's not a habit. She's been doing it for a while, so you have mm. to unlearn to relearn. Um, and I guess that's where you have the Serena's, the Emma's, yeah. the ma- the mature players that you have in place to, do you know I mean, come on and 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 I guess advise you and remind you and be there um, in the game in the moment. And like we we talked about another player that's a similar player, Katie McCabe does yeah. stuff like that, and she's like has the armband that time. She captains Ireland, and she's still has that little bit about yeah. her, that little bit of character yeah. where she... And it's quite cool them two up against each other, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you're going you're gonna to get it. I, I, don't, I don't think we should like blow it out of proportion. I think it, it gets blown out of proportion because she is so good. Mm-hmm. And I guess any team that loses her, whether that's for a red card yeah. or a booking, it has an impact. It means that she can't mm-hmm. continue to do her, man, her magic. I think Emma recognised She had to come off. Straight away. Oh. So she could see the frustration building. Mm-hmm. It's something that I, I guess Lauren will learn as she develops, you know, further as a player in terms of managing her emotion. Mm-hmm. And at times she probably hasn't done that too well. Yeah. And then you get these little glimpses of, you know, I don't know what you want to call it, but madness, moments of madness, I guess, yeah. because it is. It's like... It's poor decision making. Yeah. Right? So... But yeah, as I say, Emma managed it well in taking her off. But you're gonna get the, the thing is, it doesn't. She doesn't help herself mm-hmm. with those. But you're never gonna take it out of her. Kelly never helped herself with those. Yeah. You know, as you say, Katie does it and and don't help herself. But you take the character out of the player, you take the player out. The, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? You take most yeah. of the player away. So I wouldn't want to lose her character and her personality within her play because yeah. then who is she? Yeah. I think it's a big, a huge part of the the player that she is. But, yeah, you know, it could become costly if it continues because people will start highlighting it as they've already done. Man- referees will start. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Seeing it. And even if they don't see it, they'll pretend they've seen it. Yeah. Because... The, she's, she's already highlighted in terms of... So you're going to be highlighted in these She's things. a superstar. She's mm-hmm. most probably going to be one to watch in any, any fiction that she's in. <laughs> of course. She's a player of colour. So she's going to stand out like a sore thumb anyway. So like there's, she's already got all the eyes mm. on her as it is. And I think this is just an extra thing that... Like you said, when we were talking about... Yeah, we talk about referees. They talk about knowing players mm-hmm. and knowing their characteristics. They'll, you were known. They will look out for stuff like that. You was known. I was known. Yeah. <laughs> yeah for for dirty, some great stuff dirty player never um, but yeah uh, it is what it is it's gone uh-huh. um, I just want to see more more great football in the, in, sure. the, in the weeks coming up but should we swing across to the other side of North London 
Oh. Why are you why are you huffing and puffing when it's time to talk about Man United? What's what's wrong with we you? Talk, I'm not huffing and puffing. I'm just saying, yeah, let's go to Tottenham because let's, Tottenham they started really well, Earth, and then they did. what happened? They started well. Beth England was back as well. Good to see yeah, good to see, see her back. back back from injury. Yeah. Um, to be to be fair, I don't know if you watched um, you wouldn't have watched all the game, but they started off lively. Let me tell you, Man United they they bought the game to Man United in like the first mm. 10, 15 minutes. Um, Man United obviously got the goal, um, which helped to sort of settle them. But again, we was talking about the title race being closed and teams being out of it, and United are. I don't know. Are you saying Are you saying they're in the title race? I'm not. Wait there. Oh, I thought you just said wait one the, win and they're straight back in it. No, not one win and they're straight back in it. They need at least two. But I'm saying in terms of like it's good for them to for me in terms of the consistency yeah. at that level. We, I don't think they're going to be title contenders just yet in terms of the resources. There's still gaps around around the team that need to be um, improved on. And I guess if they if they were to win it, in hindsight, because statistically they can, they can. It's, it's because other teams haven't played well, yeah. not because they're the best team and they're consistent mm-hmm. and they've got that squad. So I think for them, it's, it's a great way to, to build that consistency, maybe start introducing some new younger players coming into the squad and I guess it's about reducing the mistakes I think I know there's a lot of pressure from Man United fans because they want more they want to see more success they want to see Mark outwitting other teams in terms of tactics and I think he needs time like I think he needs time I think he needs to bolster his backroom staff as well Mm -hmm. in terms of expertise Um, but I think yeah, they they're coming they're coming along they're coming along slowly but surely. No, Earth they've never been out. I think as you said that the, the point is of our uh, Arsenal here we are still talking about them. I should be over them after <laughs> that uh, win at the weekend with Man United. I think they've always been building right, so you kind of see gradual improvements and then they get Champions League right. Mm-hmm. And so what next for United fans? So I think that this is a season where actually last year they probably weren't expected to push Chelsea all the way to win that league. Mm. They got as close as they could and they guaranteed themselves Champions League football, right? So now United fans are looking at it and they're wanting to see more this year. Yeah. So they knocked out the Champions League at the early stages. And now because of the the, the efforts put into the Champions League, they kind of like, you know, not that the league was a back burner. It, it wasn't, but they weren't as consistent in the league as we saw them last year. Mm-hmm. And now Man United fans see them drop out of that top three and they're thinking, actually, we've gone a season where we, we're like, we've been progressing, progressing, get Champions League knocked out. And if we don't make Champions League this year, they're going to see it as a, a failure. Mm-hmm. So I think that, that I think that's where the problem lies with United fans and what the expectation is of them this year. What did they want from them? And are they going to sit out of the top three? Who knows? Who knows what's going to happen between now and the end of the season? But it's looking, you know, the gap, I think, between City, Arsenal and Chelsea now with Man United has stretched. Yeah, but... I do, I do think it has. I think that their squads are... Their squad depths are better than, than United's squad depths, mm. in my opinion. So in, so in terms of, like... Are they performing in line of what their squad depth is? So is Probably. it that actually they're not, it's not that they're not good, actually based on the resources that they've got, that is as high or that that's the sort of average performance that they can deliver? Because that's that's the thing, you want them to win. But when you look at the difference in terms of squad depth and the personnel that you've got, actually there's only so much you can do mm-hmm. with that squad. So it's not yeah. that they're not, the other teams are much better. Actually, it's because they've got a better squad. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe. So, I still think there's areas at United. If you're talking WSL football, like if you're just talking WSL in terms of competing, being there or thereabouts, that's mm-hmm. okay for that. Yeah. But if we're talking consistently winning trophies, consistently competing, and then and then obviously if you talk if we if we go on to Champions League football, do they have a squad good enough 
as in the players that are there mm. to compete. I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think so. So 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 is that and I'm I'm going to a question asked by Terrapin one oh one. Is that a thing in terms of can mark is that a mark thing in terms no, of a management thing or no. is it actually to take them to the next players. level or is it a, squ- a squad yeah, and players. the players in, an investment thing in terms an of an investment team? i don't i don't doubt mark as a manager and i know a lot of man united fans saying oh mark can't do this and mm-hmm. no he can and 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 players that have worked under him speak very highly of him i've never yeah. worked under him i don't doubt him what one bit in terms of what he can deliver and he obviously went out and he did what he did at birmingham even mm-hmm. with the youth team at birmingham mm-hmm. went to the women's had success went out to america and he's come back and had success with Man United, by the way. Because yeah. getting to an FA Cup final, yes, they lost to Chelsea, but also qualifying for the Champions League. That's success. Yeah, That's more than what they were doing before he got there. 100%. So, and in terms of consistent performances, they deliver consistent performances. Mm-hmm. And what I really like about him, he's so, he's so honest in his reflections. Mm-hmm. He takes ownership and responsibility of game plans. But I'm saying, I don't think the, 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 the players there are at the levels that are required to go to that next level. Yeah. So I- it's not, you, we can't just go, they're not getting the results. It's the manager. It's not the manager. Yeah. It's not the manager, and and it's the, the players. But I do, th- I do think in terms of the the backroom staff as well. That will help. I think it he needs, can get somebody. Needs, they obviously lost Mar- uh, uh, Martin. What's it, Martin? What's his name? They lost him. Yeah, their, their, their assistant last year, and he's gone on to other things. And have they replaced him? I don't think they have. No, because I also know players spoke very highly of him and the work that he did. Yeah. So they've lost. They, they lost backroom staff. They need. They haven't replaced him. To the, to the same level or better mm-hmm. at that level but also they've lost players in, in, in key areas that yeah. they haven't replaced to the same level or more yeah 100% so therefore they're not getting the same performances or results as they were before and maybe this is where you, you can't put that down to, 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 to Mark and go well because again you you know you sign players that perform in, a, in, in another league in Europe mm-hmm. top players international players you bring them over they might not have adapted or settled quite, sell, yeah, you know, there's, there's lots of things that, that happen you know it's very rare that you get a player that come over and settle straight away mm-hmm. It's rare. Mm-hmm. And and so it's going to take time. But, uh, you know, look, their back line last year was very consistent. I don't think it has been this year. Yeah, I, f- I think, it, like you said, it's a, it's a hybrid of things. And I, I guess when you're looking at maybe like that one club mentality, yeah. we look at what Sean Goat is doing at City. Mm. Is there is there a way to tap into resources yeah. in at United yeah. from the men's side of things yeah. to come in and help sort of stretch and challenge them to get to that next level? Even Kelly Smith going back at Arsenal. Even like Kelly Smith. Exactly. And, so... Yeah, they- it's about utilizing that whole, yeah, that whole sort of family um, and the resources and the expertise that you have as a club. So, I'm I'm excited. Obviously, like for me, buzzing having a May, a May United women's team anyway, um, and just seeing how far they can come. Like you said, Champions League, FA Cup final, like mm-hmm. in such a quick turnaround. Oh yeah, massive. Um, but then, yeah, but in doing that, they put more expectation on themselves to to do more this year. Exactly. And, and they might, I mean, they could get to another FA Cup final or, or Car- I was going to say Carabao Cup, it's not even called that. <laughs> Continental Cup. I was going to say Coca Cola yeah. Cup. <laughs> so they, they could still get to a, a final in that, but but at, probably at the expense of maybe dropping out of the top three of the Champions League. Mm. And, and is that success? Probably not a United. Yeah. So that's, I think that's a difficulty. But yeah, I know fans, or the fans questions every week, and we're not sitting here talking about Man United every single week and, and Mark Skinner because that's not, not our jobs to do yeah. that. Like, I don't think he's the problem. Not one bit. hundred percent. But I think, yeah. Yeah. Well, Tottenham, though, man. Yeah, Tottenham. Again. I mean, you know what I like to see actually, Earth? Because before the international, when Bristol played United, I was doing that game and and Ella too, and I was like, oh, she's starting to look like, apart from her arms swinging everywhere. But I know that's in her personality, but all these fine arms don't really, I don't like that. I'm not somebody that like likes players that do that. She was, her movement off the ball was was very good and I was like I was frustrated for her because I was thinking these players aren't seeing her movement they're mm-hmm. not they're not giving her the ball she gets frustrated she gets deeper whatever 
She went away over in England, actually for in 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 her two substitute appearances, impacted both of those games. Yeah. Like I thought she was, I thought she was brilliant when she was in international, and then comes back to United and looked good. Mm. She looked good against Tottenham and gets her goal. Does she just need a rest? Maybe. That's that, that's like, sometimes that's all it is. Like, like people think, oh, yeah. they've been dropped. Sometimes they just need yeah. a rest. Like look, at, I think she played that like before think, every you know minute of every game, yeah. and like, literally sometimes you just but need to stick a pin. This is why I think not getting to the Olympics is a good thing. Because they need rest uh, for as much as it hurts and whatever. And, yeah. and actually, we should have qualified for the Olympics. Yeah. Or at least the semi, you know, semi-finals of the Nations League. We should have got there. Yeah. We, we, our squad's too good not to. Yeah. But it, it, in hindsight, I'm like, okay, it's a good thing. They get a summer off. They've got back-to-back summers, Earth, non-stop. So I know, I know you're looking. I'll, like, I'll, I'll let you know how our board meeting goes yeah, tomorrow. Know, but, <laughs> of course. But what I'm saying is that probably for the players, and, and no one wants to stand out there and say it, they probably need a bit of a rest. Yeah. There's but, probably burnout right there, like in front of us. So yeah, for me, it's shit. It, we should have qualified. For the we should. We should have. And, and, and it's from, from, from a player's point of view, you don't want to miss it. So of course, you don't want to. But in terms of as a fan, it, as from, me, I don't want him to miss out. Exactly. On it. Like, but from a well-being piece, going to an Olympics. From a well-being piece. But I'm piece. like, yeah, I mean, maybe in hindsight, you know, it's going. These girls need a rest. Yeah. God, if you don't do it, God will Someone's do it for you. It. Someone God will willing. do it. Yes, God will do it for you. So, yeah, it's um. Yeah, disappointing they haven't qualified, mm. but like I said, so much good football. Just again, just wrapping up in terms of Tottenham, the manager again, he was quite clear that with the squad that he's got, yeah. we cannot compete. Yeah. Um, we are building a squad, and in terms of what we've displayed, literally that is as much as we what can. What was his comments at far? No, he basically he basically just said the girls worked hard. Um, and basically they need to work harder they work to their hardest and then he said like based on the personnel that we've got like we're not going to be competing with like at the top of the league and then he said they need to work harder so I was thinking I thought he said they work hard and then he said oh they need to work harder but yeah they're they're doing what what they can so their maximum uh, work rate and capabilities or whatever is still not where it needs to be in order to compete or push for that but they know that yeah I know yeah and do they? Well, he does. He's the manager. He's so, the one. Yeah, but he's that's what I'm saying. So he's said saying this. that. Okay, so he's saying that. And he's saying it out loud, right? Yeah. Imagine you as a player and you're hearing your boss come out and be like, or the gaffer, or whatever you want to call him, manager, and be like, yeah, like these players are playing to their maximum, but they're still not good enough. We're not good enough to win the league. But you oh, know, know that anyway. They'll know no. that anyway. Oh, oh, just the league? Yeah. I thought he was talking uh, No, no, no. As in, as in like, pack. no, as in like, to be like well, the, the top challenging teams okay. in, the, in the league. Like, okay. you must, you must know that. No? Yeah. yeah, no, no, no. So I was just like, because a similar comment to... Yeah. Company said it, you know, Burnley manager. And the yeah. company said, we're not a Premier League team. Yeah. Exactly. In terms of competing uh, for uh-huh. titles. But you never know. Sometimes you can have the the odd yeah. miracle that Let's, takes um, place. We won't, but, we won't elaborate on any other game, but we'll round them up. The scores of the other games, F. Mm-hmm. You can round them up. City beating Villa. Yeah, 2-1. I'm loving hemp coming back. Like... She's still a player that I, I still think she's can just got... Can they keep s- hold of her uh, far? I don't know if they can. I don't know if they can. Where did she go? Abroad or was she staying here? abroad. Do you think? Oh, actually. Well, rule out Chelsea because I can't see anybody going Chelsea anytime soon. With I don't know who's in, in line there. Mm. Maybe Arsenal. Roebuck might be going Arsenal. You think? I think, why not? Ahead of Mary Epps. But if, if she doesn't go... Maybe upside out of contract. I know, but that's... Yeah, stop. We'll talk about this another time. That's just a, yeah, well, we're getting off task. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, as we but yeah, we, Villa had some dodgy chef issues, so um, they had a, a bug. The bug, the food. You not heard bug. about the bug? I had yeah, the bug for the, the Lioness game, Erfa. 
Yeah. Oh my day. But they that had it. They had it for yeah. this game. I think forty-eight hours. So far. They was it, you've not had the bug, and pump. now I've got a cold off the back of the bug. <laughs> so yeah. That's why eat in my your house, ginger. guys. Eat at home. Don't eat out. Ignore it. Yeah. <laughs> um, we really talked about Arsenal, Brighton, two-two with Leicester. With Leicester, mm-hmm. um, Liverpool, one-one. I told you Bristol pick points. Up, didn't picking I? up points again. Liverpool, West Ham won't be happy with that. West Ham nil, Everton one. But this is a game we spoke <laughs> about. A big six point. At West Ham. They're rock bottom. Erfa. They are what? rock bottom. Talk to me, please. We have to talk about this quickly. Because the other, other results, Tottenham, Man United, 4 0. We spoke about that. Just talked about this West Ham. I said West Ham nil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're sitting rock bottom. Everton Where won. does that leave them, manager wise? Rock bottom with a manager. I, I don't know. Where do they leave them? Early uh, Christmas present? I don't know. <coughs> I, I, I have no idea. But Bruv. we were talking about Everton manager getting like the table, mate. They've got seven. They're basically safe now then. Yeah, for <laughs> and Villa where? Villa like third bottom. Yeah, Villa up third <coughs> in sitting in tenth yeah. on six points. West Ham. Um, West Ham but West Ham's one win away and they're out of there. No, Effa. Bristol will pick up more points than West Ham this year, for sure. No, but they that they'll go better ahead money, of they'll, better, they'll better, better, better identity. They'll even go ahead of Villa. No. So they can they can jump up tonight. No. Exactly. So those three points, those four points you talked about and you're safe for the rest of the league, uh-uh. it's it, it's not gonna happen. So no. Yeah, and then we had obviously Tottenham uh, losing at home yeah. to Manchester United four uh-huh. nil. Um, but yeah, it's uh, that rounds up the week. It rounds up weekend. the week. Uh, Long weekend. Oh, Chelsea, Arsenal, twenty two points at the top. Um, and I'm sure that leadership will change hands again and again and again. Yeah. Um, this week's fixture we've got we've got Conti Cup this week and we've got Champions League, correct? Mm-hmm. Something like that, I think. And then this week's fixtures we have Tottenham versus Arsenal. They've got a double header, right? They've got Conti Cup yeah. and then they've got yeah. uh WSL. Mm. Man United versus Liverpool. Mm-hmm. Everton versus Man City. Yeah. Bristol City versus Chelsea. Leicester versus West Ham. And Aston Villa versus Brighton. Mm-hmm. So Arsenal, United, City, Chelsea, Leicester, Villa win. That are you going with? Yeah. I'm going with Arsenal, <laughs> United, City, Ooh. Chelsea, West Ham and Brighton. Okay, well done you. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you guys for sending in your fans questions. We had quite a few talking about, um, asking us about LJ and her, her challenge. We had a few from uh, Man United fans as well, which we have already answered majority of um, about the title race and, and Mark. Um, but there's one we're going to quickly um, just jump into, which was, sent in by Lisa Lou 16 um, she said yet again Lotta was amazing today why does she stay on the bench for England um, I, I definitely agree Lisa um, Lotta has been playing consistently well um, and to be fair compared to the other centre-backs that England have been taken away I think she deserves a chance to be able to stake her claim um, in that team no one's done 
outstandingly well like that says she doesn't deserve that chance I think she went away obviously with the Euro she's been away again with the World Cup she's been playing consistently um, for Arsenal so yeah I'd, I'd love to see Lotta given a, a run of games and, and the opportunity to, to stake her claim at, at centre-back on what that will be in terms of a, a double Arsenal pairing when Williamson comes back potentially um, it will be great and plus Lotta is just a fantastic human being so but you know what, Team you know Lotta what, it's true Team Lotta but you know what's difficult is that she's been in the squad for a long time now she was mm-hmm. in the build up to the whole of the Euros won the Euros with England mm-hmm. obviously in the squad after that and then obviously goes to the World Cup and I can't remember her getting much playing time, if any, playing time. I think she got a, a, a bit, but not but not enough, in my mm-hmm. opinion, to even know whether she's at those levels to be in and around that squad. Mm-hmm. Then you have Millie Bright who gets injured. You've had Leah Williamson who gets injured. And then you've had people that have overtaken her, but yet aren't even playing at club. Mm-hmm. So when you think of Esme Morgan, for example, like she's not been consistent like Lotta has for Arsenal, but yet mm-hmm. starts against Sc- Scotland in, an, in, in, you know, in a, the last England game. So it's a little bit... Like what? How does Serena for, for me? How does she see Lotta? What does she see her as? Mm. Like, is she somebody that, as you say, because she's a good human, she's, she's good too to nice. have on the squad? Yeah. Like, is she honest with her? Does Lotta know her place within the squad? I don't know. But like, as you say, she's performing really, really well. Hasn't been given an opportunity in either of these games. Just Carl got one, and obviously probably dropped for the second game. Mm. So she she started obviously against the the Netherlands, and then didn't against Scotland. But you know, even Millie Turner, she gets she gets called in and probably would have started ahead a lot, which which don't make sense if for somebody that's been in and around the squad for that long mm. to not even get a look in when three, I don't know, two centre-halves and one weren't playing that well. So three centre-halves yeah, I think so. are, are not available. So do you, know, do you know what I mean? So you would have had Leah um, and then obviously Millie would have been probably left side centre-half. You've got Leah out, a second choice, say Millie, Millie out, your third choice, say Jess Carter. So you've got all your top three and then you've got somebody overtaking you. Yeah. She's too nice. I think uh, I don't know. I, I don't. I, I don't want to think she's underrated. But I think maybe again we talked about is the name on the shirt that over overrides it. I think maybe potentially she's just too nice. She's been in. She's an instrumental part of the squad. We mm-hmm. t- we look about the impact that they've had on the pitch, but also off the pitch in terms mm-hmm. of like girls playing football, yeah. like writing, like bringing that mm-hmm. stuff to to leadership. Like really, really instrumental. And yeah, she, I I can't see why she's not warranted. An opportunity. An, oppor- an opportunity, an at opportunity at least. That's all I'm yeah. to, 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 to play. know where she's at. Yeah, to, to know, know where she's at. Are you, yeah, where are your levels? Because mm-hmm. uh, look, let's be honest, WSL levels to international level, completely different level. Mm. So you could be an unbelievable club, you know, WSL footballer. And, and a lot of is at the minute, she's performing really well. So she's, you know, performing to a consistent level in the WSL, mm. tops, if you want to say it. But then there's also another gap to international. Now yeah. you're never going to know that gap unless you're playing in that, in that gap. And whilst there's been injuries, and you've had opportunities to play. You haven't given her that opportunity, but she's been in and around your squad mm. for for three, four years now. Yeah, and as, like a, as a constant. And by like the way. you said, she's playing at the top and yeah, in the top team. So and better than some of those mm-hmm. consistently yeah. that are getting the chance. So yeah. give her a run, man. Free, yeah. free lotter. <laughs> 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 give her a run thank you for listening to this week's episode of Boots Balls and Bras um, rounding up another fun packed week of football next and football the talk last one, no? next week before is Christmas. the last one before Christmas Ooh, exciting. Um, if you just look at the bottom of the screen this is the address to send our Christmas presents to yeah. <laughs> the North Pole be lovely. Um, yeah so we look forward to, to seeing you next week for our, our final episode and hopefully Chelsea yeah. wins against Hacken 
on Thursday in yeah, the Champions League hopefully. because they are my team to win the Champions League this season. Um, of course they are. Um, until next week. Adios, amigos. Ciao. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.